Hey, it's Craig. Welcome to Toronto Today for August 22nd. So the Arrive Can app, still getting a lot of discussion. So are the waits at our airports. And I don't mean to get on a plane. I mean also to get off a plane. People are landing at Pearson all the time. And a gate's not available for them. So it's been happening all summer. Is it improving? I guess mildly. Well, Omar Al-Gabra, the transport minister, was in the firing line from a lot of questions on Friday. And it got a lot of traction and conversation over the weekend. So I wanted to weigh in on the Arrive Can app and some of Al Gabra's responses. He's in a tough spot, but I do think we need a little more transparency and an honest conversation about the usefulness of the Arrive Can app at this point. So here it is. Omar Al Gabra, you know him very well as the transport minister for the federal government. It's not an easy platform. It's not an easy portfolio to have. But nonetheless, um, he had some back and forth with a couple of conservative MPs. And I know what you might think, how much of this, Greg, is political, how much of this is the practicality of it. Well, you des- I want you to decide for yourself to some extent. Niagara Falls uh, MP Tony Baldinelli was going at Omar Al-Gabra pretty significant. Now, Baldinelli reps Niagara Falls. And if you've been to Niagara Falls or you live in the Niagara Falls area, Niagara Falls, St. Catharines, you know what tourism means. You know that you want, even last year at this time, Canada opened their border to Americans right around this time last year, as a matter of fact. And we were a month before the U.S. border was open to us. But that's sort of water under the bridge now. We're all waiting to know when could we get across? When could we go to Buffalo? When could we go to a sporting event? When when could we go? I, I bought tickets for a concert on September 9th. I was, wasn't able to go. Had to scrap it and sell the thing online. That's what we were doing. We we're trying to make plans. But it's been a huge problem. Windsor, Sarnia, Niagara Falls, anywhere the U.S. border crossing is, uh, the Arrive Can app gets discussed. Here's Tony Baldinelli with Omar Algabra late Friday afternoon. So why are you continuing to put disincentives to travel to this country? 40,000 people in my community work in the tourism sector, and they're being impacted. And this, we've lost two tourism years because of COVID. This year, if we lose it, It's self-inflicted, and there's nobody to blame but this liberal government. When are you going to take actions? Who told you, Minister, that ArriveCan is not having any impact on wait times? And you're hearing it now from the United States. I saw a congresswoman, Elise Stefanik, says uh, it's a glitchy disincentive. That's pretty harsh. The ArriveCan app. That's ours. Hey, you're talking about our app. But she calls it a glitchy disincentive. I love the phrase to traveling and doing business. Wants it gone. We had Nate Erskine-Smith on Liberal MP last week, and he said, I, I see the point uh, with the airports. I actually see the point at customs to move the process along. But cars, there's no doubt ArriveCan is slowing things down. There is no doubt. And I think we're past the point where we're actually having practical conversations without transmissible the viruses uh, to prevent it coming in vis-a-vis cars. Okay. That's a huge, huge factor. And that's, by the way, that's all the people in Niagara Falls, uh, Sarnia, Windsor, St. Catharines, Fort Erie. That's all they care about. They're not terribly concerned as much about the airports as they are the cars themselves. Uh, That MP wasn't the only MP, Tony Baldinelli, to go after Omar El Gabra on the weekend. Michael Barrett, who we've had on the show, does just that as well. He represents Leeds, Grenville, Thousand Islands, Rideau Lakes. And this was his question for Minister El Gabra. Uh, setting aside the bluster there, um, we continue to do everything we can to protect the health and safety of Canadians and facilitating smooth um, um, border crossing 
for all travelers. And we have had all hands on deck, whether it is at airports or land borders. My colleagues and I have been working with border communities to ensure that uh, they have the tools they need to facilitate safe and efficient border crossing. Uh, Mr. Chair, um, the, the public health measures that we have- Who have you spoken to, Minister? Similar, have you similar, spoken to the stakeholders? Have you spoken similar, to the bridge commissions? Have you spoken uh, to the tourism stakeholders? My understanding is the Liberal uh, caucus was meeting recently in Niagara Falls, the Ontario caucus. Did they meet with any stakeholders to hear from them directly about the impact that it's having on my community? Yes or no? Look, the border communities feel pretty united in this matter. Business groups want Arrive Can gone. And I see its point at airports. I agree with Nate Erskine-Smith. I don't at the Ambassador Bridge. I don't at the Peace Bridge. I don't see the concept for it. Let me play you the last clip here, and that's uh, Al Gabbard defending the Arrive Can app. And I think there's a logical hole here. He probably knows that there is. And again, can he do this arbitrarily, unilaterally? No, probably not. This probably has to be Justin Trudeau's call at the end of the day. So Al Gabbard's being a good soldier, but he ends up sounding like he's clearly ignoring one key factor about the app. And I'll tell you what that is after we hear from him. Canada, like several other countries around the world, continues to ask international arrivals to show their vaccination status. And ArriveCan enables travelers to, to provide a verification of their vaccination status uh, electronically. So they are processed a lot faster than being done manually. So it actually does improve the efficiency of processing international arrival. And without it, we would be adding several minutes to each passenger as they arrive at our borders, and we would be causing more congestion at our borders. No, not not the case. You don't need to see everybody's paperwork when it comes to the vaccinations. You can look at paperwork for a couple other things. Of course you can. And by the way, we can play this game all day and all night. What is fully vaccinated? Two shots as of June of last year, May of last year. What about people that haven't had a shot in 15 months? They're still fully vaccinated. It doesn't make much sense to continue this at the land borders.